0: Ain't no sunshine when she's gone,
1: she's always gone too long, anytime Hello. she goes away. Hello. Hi. Hi. You are listening huh? to song huh? on Radio Street Brooklyn, and gone. thank you, Scooter Pie. Thank Wonder you. She's gone oh, you can't hear it, but uh Ain't No Sunshine is playing in the background. Aw, Ain't No Sunshine. Aww, anal sunshine. Uh, song I will be singing in the future but I've already sung in the past
0: do you like it because it's about sunshine and this is done sun
1: uh I prefer that to the real reason I chose it so I want to go with your version of it okay <laughs> uh no it's because Bill Withers uh sadly passed of coronavirus Last week.
0: Oh, I didn't know he died of coronavirus. I thought he just died. Well, that's awful.
1: Yes, yes, it is, and uh, it it's happening to a lot. And that's how I've been uh, choosing songs for Art Star Scene lately. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. Happy Thursday, everyone. <laughs> I mean,
1: Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, so for the rest of the show, let's not talk about it at all. <laughs> Okay, let's see what else. Uh, So today I went to do laundry, and it was very annoying because I wasn't allowed to fold my laundry, and this disturbed me. And this was, like, one of the first things where I was like, oh, I don't like it. But then I actually liked it because when I got home, I had to deal with it immediately.
0: Oh, that's good. You know what? It hadn't occurred to me because, (laughs) whatever, I may live out in the uh, country in Philadelphia, but... I have laundry in my basement. Oh, that's right. I have a basement. So I hadn't been thinking about the fact that, right, New York City people, you go to laundromats, and they're still open as, like, essential businesses.
1: Yeah, they are. But not But all. they kick you out. Yeah, no, I uh, our regular one wasn't even open, and this is kind of magical because I've been hating our regular one, and I've been trying to, to suggest that it not be our regular one because I just have all these complaints. And the one that we went to today was super high tech and easy to navigate and none of the machines were secretly broken oh were
0: these your problems with your other place
1: yep oh yeah if it's broken they'll put like a little piece of random shit on it and like it's not always in the same like actual shit no it'll be like maybe a piece of tape or like a little piece of receipt paper but like you won't necessarily see just a random piece of receipt paper with no words on it. And it's like a little Oh, so sliver. instead of
0: having a sign saying, like, out of order. Yeah.
1: That's rude. Yeah. And and every single thing is different. So there's no uniform system as to how it's indicated. Sometimes there will just be, like, a piece of plastic, like, bag near the machine in some way that would indicate that it's broken, but it might not indicate it to everyone.
0: If you complain, do they say, we indicated this on the dryer with our indicator?
1: I would never complain. I would just have, like, mini meltdowns because, (laughs) like, it would always be something that you find out after you've put in all of your soaps. Oh, no. You know, and you're ready to go. And then, but I was never mad at them because I understood that basically that place should just be called roulette or like Russian roulette because that's it. You die. Yeah. For me, I do because I'm not dramatic about laundry. But for normal people, it is just gambling. It really just is. Um, The very first time I went there, I swear I saw like bugs in a machine, like in the... Were
0: you on LSD at the time?
1: No. But when I was on LSD, I thought my pasta was worms. That's so cliche. I know, but it happened, and it's not my fault. They were moving and wiggling, and it was long, and, like... Did you eat it anyway? I don't think I could, because I also didn't have an appetite.
0: Yeah, I was wondering why you are trying to eat on a hallucinogen anyway, it's living dangerously.
1: Because my family didn't know I was on it. Oh, you had to
0: pretend you weren't because you were, like, a teenager. Yep.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs> and there it is. I can't fucking catch the things. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: This is why I didn't do hallucinogens until I was twenty five.
1: Really? Yeah. How uh how'd it happen? Like did you really wait? Were you like offered and you didn't want it? And then one oh, day Oh I wasn't offered. No
0: one no one offered me drugs until I was in my twenties. Right. So. Yeah, um, my boyfriend at the time had done it once before with his cousin and he was like, It's really fun So it was like just after my twenty fifth birthday, it was on a, a Sunday. And um, But we took too much, we ate too much, and we all had bad trips, and um, my then boyfriend's uh, cousin threw up, which was like the worst, it was so scary, because he was the one who was supposed to guide us, so that was terrifying, but for the first couple hours it was fun, because we watched the movie Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'd never seen anything funnier, and I felt like a child again, but then I like wanted to jump out the window, but I didn't want to die, it was
1: horrible. Was it a high window or, like, what floor?
0: Like, second story. All right. so that, that was, you know, that was all I had to deal with. <laughs> you
1: yeah, know that's definitely damageable.
0: But the scariest part was when we were, like, coming down off of it and still feeling quite shaky, we, like, wanted to watch something comforting on TV, so we turned it on, and um, Pat Sajak. Have you ever seen Pat Sajak in a tele- television context that was
1: not Wheel of Fortune? Maybe, but I've blocked it out of my head. Probably, like all you haven't, things.
0: right? It seems like you you only see him on Wheel of Fortune. So why was it on this particular evening? We had to turn on the TV and see that he had like a talk show, no. of some sort, and it was so upsetting because it felt like we had all imagined this and created it. And we were like, "Why is Pat Sajak on his talk show?" And then, and then, then uh, my then boyfriend was like, "I think he does this sometimes." Okay.
1: No, Awful. Are you sure
0: you weren't hallucinating all of that? Um, if we were, it was a shared hallucination.
1: Because this I didn't He had his own talk show or he was a guest on a talk show?
0: I believe he was the host. I oh. can look it up right. I'm going to look it up right now on my iPad if, if I hallucinated it or not. Pat Sajak talk show.
1: Yeah, because that's mind-blowing. Have you ever... um, There was a whole website devoted to TV shows that don't exist anymore? Or that, like... Like what? Or maybe there was, like, a pilot, and... Not that they don't exist anymore. There was, like, one He did. He had had
0: one season of the Pat Sajak show. You want to guess what year it occurred in? I guess a rerun was on for some reason. Okay,
1: 85. No, wait, hold on. You're on acid. So give me a minute to do some math. You're on acid, and... you are twenty five. Holy shit! But this—it was a show rerun. The... It was.
0: Oh no, no, no! This is a different one. There was also Pat Sajak Weekend. Yes, what we were watching was Pat Sajak Weekend from two
1: thousand and three. Oh my god! I was gonna say two thousand and two, but
0: yeah. He but he did apparently have a nighttime talk show called the Pat Sajak Show with like, set up like David Letterman or what have you. Apparently, Jim Henson was on one episode. It but it only aired for one year. Wow. So we're, we're learning a lot today, aren't we?
1: I don't know. That's some time travel-ass shit. I've never heard of it. Maybe, maybe this is a clue as to why the world is fucked up.
0: Maybe we're on mushrooms and I none know. of the stuff that's happening is happening.
1: Imagine that. That would be cool. Yeah. Like, nothing you think is happening is happening. Everything in your dreams, the good stuff is real. I feel like I'm having recurring dreams, but I don't know what they are.
0: But you just have – I understand what that feels like because I'll wake up and I'll feel like um, like I watched a rerun or something or like I went back to a place that I've been to before, but I don't remember the details. Like I think I have a lot of dreams that I'm on some kind of a train or in a train – like a subway station, oh, but I don't know anything more than that. What does that mean? Wow. Just that, like on a subway car? yeah it's more like a um like a metro north train,
1: okay, that's less scary somehow, yeah, I feel like if if my eternity of dream world was being in the subway, I don't even think I have dreams about being in the subway now that you say that. Like I usually am like operating a hotel or living in one or like dealing with hotels. Hotel. There's a lot of hotels for me, it's the
0: train thing which. There's this one Doctor Who episode that, like, the vibe of it is what my, like, subway train dream is like. But it's that, or it's amusement parks at night, which is horrible, or, like, museum at night, which is also horrible. Or, yeah, those are my recurring locations. What does it mean? Hotels? Does it mean you have lots of secrets? Secrets? probably
1: oh (laughs) and haunted houses haunted mansions yeah haunted buildings inheriting property and and homes with lots of rooms like all of this is something that happens a lot
0: oh interesting i'm thinking well i guess i could look that up also like what does
1: it mean if you dream about inheriting a mansion (laughs) i mean i know but definitely look it up because i'm not going to say it i'm making it up as we go along um Yeah, I I had this crazy dream or this series of dreams that I swear I had them before they happened. And you don't know that you're having them until they're like, or or you don't know that they're. You um, don't know that you've had them before. No, no. Like you don't know that they're premonitions until suddenly you're standing in a room and you're like, oh, my Uh, God. Is this the one from my dream? That's really creepy. When did that happen to you? Uh, A lot of it happened in, I want to say, like, 2013, specifically. Uh, A lot. Yeah, in 2013. There was a lot going on where I would be somewhere, and it would feel like this dream I had. There was this one weird dream where there was, like, a wall of animals in, like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, not cages, uh, but, like, clear boxes, scientific-y kind of, like, but also they were okay. And they were also specimen, but they were okay. It was this weird thing. And it was like every kind of weird. animal was in this wall. Um, oh. And then I, I went to like a museum and also like creep, no, sleep no more. Uh, and there were rooms in both of that with the person that I was with that reminded me of that dream. Oh, wow.
0: I can see that happening there. I only went to sleep no more once. And it kind of scared me, especially, like, the the, pl- the room with all the plants I found to be scary because it was so, like, detailed. And then, like, the hospital beds
1: room. Plants. Do you mean, like, it's, like, trees and you're kind of running through? Wasn't there
0: one room there where it was just, like, a lot of, like, growth of, like, plants, like, on the walls Real or, ones? like, in jars? I think so. Oh. Some kind of plants. And I just remember being creepy. That or I'm seriously mixing it up with, did you ever go to a house of collection?
1: No. What's that?
0: It's someone's really cool apartment in Brooklyn where they just have been collecting a bunch of wild stuff for like many, many, many years. Did and this, the general vibe
1: feels like the aesthetic of Sleep No More. Amazing. Did, but it's cool. Did they at some point squat and then inherit this property? Or is that Yes. Not- that is the,
0: okay. yes. You know, you know, you know enough people that I know who like are the people who like go there.
1: Okay, and then there is like a wall of plant, like yes. big, beautiful, yes. real. Yes. Okay.
0: So maybe I'm getting them. <laughs> so it says to dream of a haunted mansion signifies incomplete company. Are you missing someone?
1: It says incomplete company.
0: Incomplete company. That's it. I mean, there's a lot more. I just don't feel like reading it. Okay. Out loud. Cute.
1: Um
0: well, Is that cute? <laughs> Is that cute?
1: Yeah, the internet's cute. <laughs> I have like this super like amazing dream book that creeps me out to use because if if it lines up, it will make th- I don't know if it'll make things happen, but it'll be like, here's a thing that's about to happen. And then you'll be like, oh shit, dream book. And then it does.
0: That's freaky. What's this book?
1: I can't find it anywhere, but it's Zolar. Maybe
0: it's not Whoa, sounds creepy. Yeah.
1: It's Zolar's Encyclopedia of Dreams. And then... um, Did you tell
0: it that you wished you wanted to be big, and then you woke up a grown man the next day? No, that's
1: Zoltar. Actually, Uh. that's how I'm here now. (laughs) And I'm sure this comes as no shock to you that I'm actually a child.
0: Yeah, you're a 13-year-old boy, for sure. (laughs) Facts. Um, Have you ever lucid dreamed?
1: I think so, and yes.
0: What happened? Do you
1: remember? Well, some of them have definitely been sexual. A lot Mm of them. Nice. Um, Most of them. (laughs) Because I'm a 13-year-old boy, and when I know Uh I'm lucid dreaming, I'm going to have lucid sex, because I can make anything happen. Um, And uh, other times... It's kind of like I know that I'm watching and I need to figure it out. Or, oh, wow, I just remembered something that wasn't even lucid. It was like this crazy thing that happened where for a period of time I would fall asleep and I would wake up and freak out and terrible things would happen. But then I wouldn't be awake. It would just be in the dream that I'm awake. Mm-hmm. And then I would think I was awake and it would just like cycle through and it would be like a nightmare because I'd keep having to be like, no, no, this time you're really awake and being like, really, really? To the point where like I would wake up and be like, am I awake? Oh my God. That's so upsetting. And it happened in a dude's bed. Oh God. Yeah. I think I left. <laughs> like yeah.
0: I would have too.
1: He actually called me. It was actually pretty sweet because he was like, come back. I was like, oh, really? Oh. You're like,
0: no, your bed has weird dream energy. No. One time, the first time a guy. Oh, what were you going to say? No, it was
1: me, not him, but go on.
0: Okay. One time, the first time. Okay. I was staying in a. um, I got a sublet for a couple months because I was between apartments and I had a a lot of cash so I could just go sublet apartments in the East Village. Amazing. And um, I know, those were the days. And the first, I went on, like, a first date, um, or sec- it was a second date with this guy, who I ended up – well, I actually ended up being with him for, like, two years, but I was surprised that I heard from him again after this. Um, so we went on a date, and then, you know, at the time I was, like, drinking, so and he did too, and so, like, we got, like, drunk and then went to sleep, and I was this was my first night at this sublet, and the woman who lived there made a big point of saying, like, Oh, she was nice, but she was like, I just got this brand new, amazing, like, deluxe memory foam fancy bed. I was like, ooh, I'm so excited to spend this first night in this bed. No, oh, I guess this guy is going to, you know, sleep over or whatever. And then he leaves in the middle of the night. And then I wake up, and I'm like, what did, What happened? Like, what? And then I realize he wet the bed. No. I'm like, left. No. Yeah.
1: Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. So
0: I had to deal with it. I had to, and this ties back to laundromats because that led to the first time that I did drop off laundry service because I was like, I am not touching these key sheets that are not mine. I'm going to drop them off and I'm going to tip oh. well. <laughs> so I did. And then, and then I was like, oh, this is great. And I started doing drop off laundry for the, the rest of the years that I was in
1: New York. That was it. That was, that was what turned you. Yeah. Did you say you dated this person for two years? Yeah, because then, um,
0: well, he like left, so yeah, he like left something, and he like called her, maybe, I, whatever, I have like relationship issues, you know, like maybe <laughs> now at this point in my life, maybe I wouldn't have contacted, but I'm glad I did, and I just was like, hey, you left your whatever, and he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so embarrassed, like I'm so sorry, and I was like, dude. I wish that you hadn't just left. Like, I know it's really embarrassing, but it's like shittier that you just left. You could have just like told me, and then you could have like dealt with it. And then we went on to date
1: for like two more years. Wow. (laughs) Uh, did he offer to pay for the laundry? Yeah,
0: he did. He did. He paid for the laundry and like picked it up or something.
1: I now want to know how often laundry, like the people when the people have to do it, how often it's just something so vile. Yeah, now I feel bad about that, but I
0: just, like, I couldn't deal. It was just very overwhelming. And this is someone else's bedding, right? Yes. This is a long time ago. This is about (laughs) 11 years ago or so, 11 or 12 years ago. Did they find out? No, but (gasps) I freaked out because I was like, brand new mattress with the foreshadowing Movie like of this woman
1: just today before saying I
0: got this brand new amazing bed, but um, I like reacher. i still just
1: love my brand new bed. It's perfect. Yeah, it's I, like, like a figured cloud.
0: out how to clean it and dry it out and stuff. But God, also in that bed, I got I would use like um, did you ever use it? You wouldn't because you're like a major like animal no animal products person, right? And I don't use these anymore because it's weird because it basically is like inserting a dead animal into your vagina. But using a sea sponge as like for like menstrual purposes, I didn't know
1: that was. I I don't think I realized that was an option.
0: Yeah, it is. That could be Then it's like weird to think of because that's like a it's like a dead sea creature. But it's cheap. You get them from art supply stores.
1: Are you sure that's what it's for? Because I've seen them at art supply stores. You can use them to apply
0: paint. (laughs) You can use them to absorb your menses, and so I was using one, and it got because it doesn't have a string attached, and like you don't know what like the right size necessarily is, and it got
1: stuck. <sighs> how, but it got oh what? How does it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't that hurt or isn't it? Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. It got stuck. I couldn't reach it to get it
0: out, so I it gotten stuck by like. Someone else had like stuck it, <laughs> and then I like had someone else over. I was a promiscuous young lady. This is before I guess the other guy. P. Pee- no, this had to have been I don't know between. And then um this is the same person. And then I had a house. date. Yes, and then <laughs> I had a date with someone else, and she stayed over, and she took me to like. Um, and I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, I'm like. She she insisted on taking me to this like medical clinic to get it removed by a doctor. And the first thing he asked me is if I did porn because he said, "Oh, they get them stuck in there all the time."
1: <laughs> Where was this doctor?
0: Like the Upper East Side. Okay. It was like we had to find a place that was like open on the weekend.
1: He asked that like, are you in the adult film industry? Or, or yeah. Do you say, no. I say, you he do said, porn? "Are do you do
0: porn?" I said no, because I didn't. Were you with an entourage? No, just my dates.
1: More than one person?
0: No, me, myself, and one other person,
1: yeah. okay. Because you said my dates, right? No, dates.
0: No, okay. if it's singular. No,
1: because I feel like when you go to a medical office with more than one person for like something lodged they in an office, that that would be like okay, context fine. It's just as simple as right. like sponge. See, I feel like that's the doctor's way of saying that doesn't go there.
0: But Catherine, that was not the last time I ever had to go to a doctor to get a sea sponge extracted.
1: See, all the more reason. Why? How many times? I think like one to two
0: other times, but I just went to Planned Parenthood and just, like, waited in the waiting room. What?
1: <laughs> I don't learn <laughs> from my mistakes. I don't even know. Like, okay, if we forget the part about the animal rights stuff, like, I know they what those feel like. They also have
0: synthetic ones, though. They also have synthetic ones, no. so I think, like, I did also use, like...
1: The- Irrelevant because I know what Sea Sponge feels like it's when like... you
0: wet it it feels soft i swear it feels rough when it's dry it feels that is true not because it, i guess it like feels like your actual
1: tissues what so wait do you wet it before you put it in yeah you wet
0: it you like boil it and you wet it, and no! then you it
1: what are you boiling it in and then how are you cooking with the thing you use to boil no like it's The first time you use it. (laughs) Wow. It's being used.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, did you ever use like a Diva Cup or like a whatever they used to call them?
1: Oh, yeah. I sure tried.
0: Keeper. I, 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 that doesn't work for me.
1: I think you mean the best doggy chew toy in the history of dog toys. That's, that was the history of my Diva Cup. I used it.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then Trixie found it.
0: Oh, well I'm glad she had a real nice,
1: expensive chew toy. She loved it.
0: Oh well, that's good. It was like. Oh but did fusion. you like it before it got? I did chewed. actually.
1: It was a fusion oh. of all of her favorite things. Um, it was yeah, your vagina. I, yeah, the grossest parts of it too, because like God, mm-hmm. the nastier the better for her. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I did actually. I think I liked it. Um, I I felt safe and clean because it was like whatever they, they they described it as safe enough mm-hmm. and I believed it and you can clean it and I believed like you know you get a, a sex toy or something and you're like oh this this little thing could be bacteria I didn't necessarily notice anything like that like there were grooves but if you kept it clean I believe that it could stay clean and be safe um, so yeah and then it's also kind of cool to be like and this is the cup. Gu- this is the amount see, that I've released. I
0: actu- yeah, I actually still, I have one because I wanted to try again. But I only used it once. And it just freaked me out seeing, like, the amount. And just see- I just liked it. And I was like, great, thank you. This is, you know, body, body positive consciousness. <laughs> like, I don't want to know this at this point in my life. Really?
1: Yeah. Not like that. I guess it is informative. It is. Maybe a little too informative. Now I'm curious what was in your cup. Because, <laughs> well, it's like sea a sponge. <laughs> Globs of sponge, years of sponges. Yes. Like little
0: <laughs> or, and then they came back to life within yeah. me. I, I have the power to revive sea creatures who've been dead for 10 years.
1: I am picturing the thing that was in Elvira's pot in Mistress of the Dark.
0: You know, I have never seen that movie. I started, because I love Elvira, obviously. Yeah. And I started watching it um, a couple weeks ago. But then I had to turn it off after, like, five minutes because I was like, I want my own movie. I don't want to watch hers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't care about her, but I love her. But I'd rather see her, like... Because in the beginning of that movie, she's like, I don't want to be introducing horror movies anymore. I'm like, no, but that's what I want to see you do. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do. Do it. How does that work, though? Like, if I... When we can have life again, I do want to have a proper, like, Philadelphia public access show. It's, like, easy to get. But if I did want to do the thing of, like, the introducing old movies and, like, talking to them or whatever, like... I don't know what the deal is with getting the rights. Like that seems complicated.
1: I don't know because at some point, don't older things become public? Public domain? Yeah.
0: I know that like all music before 1926, because I just looked this up recently, is public domain. But I don't know what the deal is. Hey, let's look it up. Yeah,
1: these answers okay. exist. Uh, longing. Do for you
0: someone. do you remember life before the internet? No, because
1: you're 21. You right. don't. I can imagine what it was like, though, if you want to talk okay. about what it may have been like. What do you think it was like? <laughs> um, I imagine getting anywhere would have been incredibly stressful. Yes. And that's the and internet I... in your pocket. That's not just the internet. Like, I were talking. Yeah. Because the inter- there was... I've studied the internet. There was a history of, like, just the internet being something that you would go to at home or in school or at work, and then there was a point at which the internet's now in your pocket.
0: Yes. It's it's the same as with musical. Well, it says all motion pictures made and exhibited before 1925 are public domain, and it moves forward one year every year.
1: Just like my birthday.
0: Just like your birthday. Oh, wow. Yes, I just remember the feeling, because I am older than you by about 20 years, <laughs> of if someone said they were going to call you and you had to get the phone call, you basically had to be home and, like, near the phone and, oh, landlines so like, near the phone to hear it ring and make sure nobody else is on the line to tie it up because before call waiting, let's say... Oh, my God. So you had to wait by the phone and there was not texting. If you wanted to talk to your crush, you had to call their house when you were like a teen and talk to their parents when they answered and say, hi, may I speak to (laughs) so-and-so? Oh God, it was so
1: embarrassing. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining like having a crush on a guy and doing this on a regular basis Uh, And I can't, like, the amount of balls it takes to make that phone call to be like, all right, we got this. And then you have to go through, like, levels.
0: Oh, my God. It's like heart-pounding, adrenaline-pumping action. And then when your crush finally gets to the phone, it's such relief. Because then it's like, oh, my God. Like, did his mom think I sounded weird? Is she going to be like, don't go out with that
1: girl? She sounds gross. (laughs) And then is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? Right, a good is thing or rebellious? a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Does he like Sometimes, sort of like, thing?
0: the dad would answer, but you would think it was, like, your crush. And you'd be like, hey, crush. And they'd be like, oh, this is, this is his father. And then uh-huh. he'd die. <laughs> one time, well, the first time that um, my, like, high school, one of my high school boyfriends called me, I thought it was, like, my dad had picked up the line. And I was like, dad? And he was like, No. It was very embarrassing. There were so many, like, phone embarrassments. It made us all really tough and have good
1: characters. Yeah, these kids have it easy today. I accidentally called somebody. You don't even have to speak to anyone. Yeah, I accidentally, you accidentally called... Somebody's mom a bitch. To How? her. Sister. <laughs> I called up, and uh, give me a girl name. Janet. Perfect. So I was like, Hey, Janet, your mom's a bitch oh no and then give you another girl name marie her sister marie was like "Janet, your friend's on the phone and she just called our mama bitch oh god i don't know if my friend came to the phone or were you not <laughs> allowed to
0: talk to her anymore after that how did you do that
1: how did you know what
0: How did you like. I assume.
1: (laughs) You called my mom a bitch.
0: Oh my god. Did you have any friends who. (laughs) Just end the question right there. Did you have any
1: friends?
0: (laughs) Did you have any friends that you were forbidden to hang out with because you were a bad influence or they were a bad influence?
1: I want you to guess. Yes. And I guess that you were the bad influence. Like, what percent of the time?
0: Oh, did this happen more than once?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought we were picking up patterns.
0: Yeah. More than once? Yeah. Why? What would you do that was so bad influential? Ah,
1: Like, everything. From the moment... Would you be like, let's practice making out? It's on the list of With your of mom. Things. No. <laughs> <laughs> that happened, like, way later when people had MILFs. Um, no, I... Just, if you could think of an inappropriate thing, it's something that I did. Like, um, for example, one of the things that I like to do is ride my bike down the stairs of one of my friends, like, the front of their home. Because they had really good stairs for riding a bike, and it, like, bothered them, but it was, like, really fun for me. So, like, they thought I was weird. That
0: very dangerous. Yeah. Did you ever get hurt?
1: I don't think I got hurt doing that specifically
0: oh my gosh did i get I hurt? Yes. you out of the house
1: <laughs> i was outside
0: down the st- oh down the outside stairs i thought you meant the inside stairs no i That's wish fine why break down the outside stairs not the inside stairs yeah though.
1: they're the problem not me no i also yeah. I, just for fun would like get in the sleeping bag and then roll down the stairs in it the inside stairs Inside stairs that was inside stairs What was your stairs. interest in
0: in like racing down inclined areas of other people's homes
1: Well that was my own where did home this come from? Oh okay well, the, the sleeping bag fun. was my own home the other people's thing I think Okay do you get a feeling in your nether bits when you are on one of those rides where you go really really high really slow and then they drop you down really fast I get a bad feeling in my stomach of
0: unpleasantness i don't like those oh did it give you a good feeling
1: okay so that bad feeling in your stomach of unpleasantness for me is like an arousal like i love that feeling
0: oh i hate that feeling oh god it makes me want to crouch down and hold my stomach down where it belongs
1: greg was right my like thing that's supposed to normally be like fear or danger is arousal That makes sense. No, like, that makes sense in general. Do you you have, like, violent fantasies? Less now? Maybe. But
0: you used to. I'm, yeah. Yeah, so then your, like, your fear response is tied up with your arousal response. Your sexual arousal response. That's common.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm not the problem. (laughs) That's normal.
0: It is. I mean, not for everyone, but for a lot of people.
1: No, everyone.
0: No, right. not me. No, not me. <laughs> like no, no, no. no, When when you grow up in a chaotic household, I think maybe either you ha- you have to somehow like need that chaos, or you just like I hate haunted houses. If I'm watching a horror movie, I generally need to know what happens in it beforehand. I do not like being snuck up on. I don't like anything like startling.
1: I don't like scary
0: rides. I don't like when elevators go too fast. I don't like when cars go over hills too fast.
1: Okay. So I was with you on scary movies. Absolutely not. People sneaking up on me and going boo or like trying to scare me. Like every time I close my eyes in the shower, I picture someone trying to scare me and me accidentally, eyes closed, punching them in the face, and then us fighting (laughs) like I'm the problem.
0: You picture the whole scenario. Yes. Just in the time it takes. Well, you do have like, a lot of hair, so <laughs> the mind takes to sedge
1: your hair. I don't like closing my eyes in the shower. I actually don't. Like I don't that kind of Fear. I don't like. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't like monsters or like actual threats. I don't like any of that fear. But you I just really, like sexual fear. Maybe, yeah. And I also really love that like feeling of like the like going from high to low, uh, fast like that like the elevator dropping. I like the, I like
0: the spinning. I don't like up and down. I like. I love Tilt a Whirl and I love Scram I love Scrambler. Scrambler's the best.
1: Is Scrambler kinda like a tilt a whirl, but it moves around another way also? It's not tilt you know how
0: tilt a whirl tilts and it does what it says, it tilts and whirls, you know. It's open. But the yeah, but the scrambler is just kind of on one plane and it's like it turns it's kind of like um, I'm trying like is this scrambler
1: going around also? the sun?
0: No, it, you don't sit as well. You're sitting down, but it's like you're rotating on your own axis, and then you're rotating on a bigger axis.
1: Okay, I think so. Yeah. There's yeah, like a, I like that one. I and then I'm there's
0: sure. one in the dark, and it has like psychedelic music and light. and it's, it's called the Magical Mystery Ride at my hometown amusement park that I dream about. What? Tying it back <laughs> to that dreams. Recurring ones. We got laundry, we got recurring dreams. What are we gonna tie something else back to?
1: I don't know. Now the pressure's on.
0: That'll happen organically. It's happened twice so
1: far. Um Yeah, no, I uh I really like the Gravitron. That's the one that's like in the dark, spins in circles, and I really But that's when
0: you you stand up and you stick to the wall, right?
1: But you really wanna what? I wanted to hook up with someone on it.
0: Mm. Is that physically possible? I've never gotten on that ride because I heard too many horror stories about someone, someone barfed and then it flew back in their face. Like, no. No. No barfs. You want to hook that. up with someone? Oh, because it feels good for
1: you. Yeah, also, like, the restraint of not being able to move, something about that is, like, if we pull this off.
0: But would, like, <laughs> wouldn't they their body just get stuck to yours somehow and, like, you wouldn't be able to... I just don't know the mechanics of what this ride is, right? Okay, I just imagine, like, okay like what are those what are those things like before they had movies and it was like a like a two tube, tubes of paper and you spun it around like a zoetrope is that what that was called so to I imagine speak. like that like it's a it's like a round thing and it's like you stand there do you get like buckled into it
1: the the gravitron no cause you're uh, you, you just, just stand, but you against just stand the wall.
0: there, and it starts spinning. But how? And then you just stick. No, that's horrible. I hate this.
1: <laughs> you're out. You're not interested. All right, fair enough.
0: You can't move. You can't move your limbs.
1: Yeah, it's very difficult. To Fuck move. no. But also very fun. Like oh, it's fun to try. Hmm. I don't think so.
0: I think that that's a bit too for me. But one time I went on the rainbow ride, which is like, did you ever take a ride? It's like a pirate ship or something. It just goes very severely, like a pendulum. Yeah. I didn't like that.
1: And it was like a rainbow f- for
0: that one? So it's like Oh, but it also, it pendulumed, but it went around too. But you didn't go oh. upside down. It's horrible.
1: Okay. Because I've been on the ones that do back and forth and then also the ones that go upside down. And I'm not opposed to any of those.
0: I don't want to go upside down.
1: Upside down definitely terrifies me, especially when it does that thing where it stays upside down. Yeah, like you could fall out. Oh, my God. I have a fear of heights and falling out of things. And, like, if I go someplace high and look down, for weeks, even years after that, if I think about thinking about what I thought, like, when I was looking, like, just that feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. I could get chills Mm -hmm. down my spine.
0: But do you like roller coasters? Love. Even though it gives you that feeling. Yeah. Are you having the feeling right now? Are you having chills thinking about it?
1: Yeah. I'm also having a numbness down my right arm. But yes, I am having chills. Are you having a stroke? Or Maybe. is it your left arm? Maybe. I guess it could be either. Yeah. No, I'm sure I'm fine. It's a neck thing. I need yoga. Oh.
0: Have you been doing any exercise while you've been homebound? I have not, and it's a (laughs) No, it's bad. I have been doing um, 80s and celebrity workout videos on YouTube, and I totally pulled a calf muscle doing Share Fitness yesterday, the Share Fitness Step Aerobics workout. (laughs) So I couldn't work out today because I hurt my leg doing Share Fitness in my bedroom.
1: I wanna know if this is your fault or hers. Is her thing reckless? It's or- mine. <laughs> okay. No,
0: because I wasn't wearing shoes and I probably just like didn't stretch correctly. But it's so fortuitous because my roommate just happens to have like an aerobic step. So it's like, hell oh, yeah, Share Fitness. Share Fitness has some of the best aerobics workout outfits. Like hers are fantastic. She has like three costume changes Did and wig Mackie changes. make them? Probably. The first one is, like a little Skirt. it's like a goth 50s bathing suit look the second one has suspenders and a giant belt buckle and then the third one is just a little like dominatrix garb like it's so good
1: i'm picturing the thing she wore to i want to see the academy awards where it was like naked butt
0: yes yes
1: wow it's kind of like that that sounds amazing mm-hmm. check it out the giant buckle suspender thing i'm picturing something and i don't know if it's her, but I'm definitely picturing something 80s with like a giant belt buckle, suspenders over like the leotard.
0: Yes. This is from 91, which is still 80s basically, but (sighs) it seems, it doesn't make sense because she's wearing this giant belt buckle to do sit-ups. Yeah. But okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know that there are weight belts, but I feel like that would just hurt.
0: It was not one.
1: Yeah. It was fashion. How do you feel about people, not that I've been to the gym in a little while, but people who wear makeup too much? Or a lot at the gym.
0: I should I go for it. I definitely would work out with makeup on.
1: I'm so scared it would ruin my skin forever because it would, like, get in my pores.
0: I don't think that's how pores work. I think the sweat would make it all just come off. <laughs> well, then I've been living my entire I life I think it's all. more like a the pores, like, it goes out rather than in more so. Like, it just, it absorbs off my makeup on my face. <laughs>
1: I just picture my pores as, like, these little, like, mouths sucking everything that I put You'll on them. you picture them as,
0: like, Venetian blinds? <laughs> what? They're, like, Venetian blinds. Pores?
1: Yeah. Like, they open and close? Yeah. Oh. That's science. All right. I'm going to do some copy. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. At Radio Free Brooklyn, we always welcome new neighbors. Dashi, a new American restaurant and cafe specializing in Japanese and Asian comfort foods, has just opened at 119 Ingram Street, only a few blocks from the Morgan L stop. They've got great dishes, noodles, rice dishes, small plates, and salads. And if you want a burger or BLT, they've got that too. They're open every day most days from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., and you can order online from Grubhub, Postmates, or DoorDash. Check them out at dashibrooklyn.com or stop by and welcome them to the neighborhood by waving from a safe distance and tell them that RFB sent you. They still exist. I feel like we should order from them. Like, it's an option you where should. I am. There's You should. Like this, do that. Have you heard this thing about whether we should be um, using Grubhub and Seamless or not? Like, have you heard anything about any of that?
0: I've heard that it's better to call restaurants directly if possible because then they make more money off of the order.
1: Yeah. So then, I recommend everybody do that. If you're gonna contact Dashi, do it like that.
0: Have you been getting um, delivery restaurant food at all?
1: We did today. We got Screamers Pizza, and that is a vegan.
0: Screamers Pizza! pizza. Ah! Do you oh know no! Is it called Screamers because it's vegan cheese? Which I was vegan for a while, and I really think it's probably like the best way to go. So like, I just suck, and I stopped being it. But um, vegan cheese is challenging. I I respect the the good work.
1: Yeah, let's talk about the challenges of vegan cheese because it's real. Yeah, are you you're vegan? I want to be vegan. Okay. But I'm not. I
0: probably I, will be vegan someday, but not not today.
1: Are you mostly mostly vegetarian? Um, I don't eat red
0: meat, okay. that's like ooh big whoop. But I eat you know chicken and fish. That's God. pretty much it. Poultry, poultry and fish.
1: Yeah, no, I but can't stops. do that. And I don't
0: like, I don't like milk. I don't drink dairy milk because it makes me gas. Plus, you know, bad things to cows. Yeah. And I do eat eggs. Horrific things. So I'm just, you know, sucky meat eater over here. But, um, <laughs> so you're saying, let's talk about vegan cheese.
1: But, yeah, no, uh, real quick on the egg thing. I have to do certified humane if I do eggs and I do mm-hmm. them because I think they're healthy, but I do feel bad about it. But I also know if I had chickens and they laid eggs, there'd be no problem eating it as long as those chickens are happy. So Are you going to get chickens? I would love to get chickens. I'm not getting them here where I am now, but in the mm-hmm. future at some point do I have like a dream of having chicken chickens? Dreams. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, I definitely you'd have
0: be chicken a dreams. Good chicken owner.
1: I have, like, all sorts of farm dreams, but not, like, farm dreams Aww. in a bad way. Just, like, a hey animals, come check out I'm this place. I'm just picturing you
0: wearing no shirt, <laughs> overalls, <laughs> with pigtail braids, and, like, a farmer hat, and, like, chewing on one tendril of straw or hay and being, like, farmer dreams.
1: <laughs> I do have the hat right near me. I could put it on. It's perfect. Good. Yeah. Uh, but the overalls are in storage, so I'll have to get them out.
0: Uh, But, yeah, vegan cheese, have you found one that you're good with?
1: There's a lot that I find very interesting. Like, there are these spreads by, like, I think it's, like, maikos or something like that. It's basically, it looks like it's the word mekonos, but there's, like, a weird letter in it. And they Mm -hmm. have good fake cheeses um, and spreads. And then Daya, I've had it, but... Every time I've purchased it to use it at home, I'm not excited about it. But then when I use it, I'm like, oh, this just this does work kind of just like cheese. Um, and then there's another one that still has lactose in it. And I can't think of the name, but they're not that bad, but they're not cheese. You could make your own cashew cheese at home. That's probably really good. I think that's what the Maicos or whatever that place is called, whatever that cheese is called. You should make your own cashew cheese
0: because I'm curious if you make it yourself, if it's better. Yeah.
1: I kind of would like to get into doing those things. Like, I've not even sprouted. That's so easy. It takes a bottle and some, like, seeds. Yeah. I want to sprout. I need to sprout. I want to sprout. I need to sprout, she says. I do. Speaking of sprouting, friends, COVID-19 is disrupting everyone's lives right now. And Radio Free Brooklyn is no exception. We want you to know that we have made every effort to ensure the health and well-being of our hosts, staff, and the community at large. We've closed both our studios and canceled live events. But our hosts are still doing their best to continue bringing new original programming by broadcasting live and pre-recording from their home studios. Or by selecting the best rebroadcasts of past shows. With most of our revenue streams evaporated, we need your help. We realize you may be hurting too, but if you can afford a small donation, it would go a long way toward helping us stay on the air. There are three ways you can help. First, you can give a one-time or monthly donation by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate, where you can find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag that we'd like to send you to say thanks. You can also use your phone to text RFB Give 5 that's the number 5, so G I 5 to 444-321. It only takes a moment and you'll be able to use your digital wallet for your donation. Finally, if you shop on Amazon and you go to amazon.com/smile and register Radio free Brooklyn as the nonprofit you wish to support, when you do, a percentage of your sales will go to RFB and it will cost you absolutely nothing. No donation is too big or too small. Whatever you can afford will make a huge difference. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts and wish all our listeners health and happiness as we weather the storm together. And again, I do want to repeat the Amazon thing because Faceboy in the future will be asking us to repeat it. And it's important. Like if you're already shopping on Amazon, just go to Amazon.com forward slash smile and register Radio Free Brooklyn. Like then all the money you're already spending goes towards us. Isn't that great? Like not all the money, but you get what I'm saying. Um, that's great. Isn't it? Also, we yeah. have apps, so uh, go ahead and download that. We've also got a newsletter, so check that out at radiofubricland.org forward slash newsletter. Yeah, I think that's awesome that that exists as an option.
0: It It is awesome. It makes me feel less terrible about using Amazon, which I haven't really been doing at all these days because I can't afford to buy
1: things that aren't groceries. Yeah. How did groceries suddenly become such a crazier cost? Oh yeah, cuz you can't eat anywhere else. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can, but not really. It's not the same. You can't like grab Dollar Slice or something. You some can't shit. just like
0: exactly, that's what I was going to say. Not that they have Dollar Slices in Philly. I mean, there was one place that tried and they were great because they would also give free slices to people who were in need, but then they closed down. No. Yeah. That's sad. I really miss dollar slices, but I... Hello? Um, are you still there? Did I lose you? Hello? Hi. Sorry, I had to switch to my other form of
1: audio. Fair enough. Um, you are saying something.
0: I was saying that I think that dollar slices and my consumption of them contributed to me having acid reflux for a number of years, and now... That I have such a dollar slice free diet, especially eating pizza while walking, I don't have any
1: symptoms anymore. Wow. Mm -hmm. What are you putting in the sauce? Acid. But not like,
0: hey, bring it back to LSD,
1: baby. We did it! We did it! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Probably. That would be good. I've actually put mushrooms on a pizza.
0: I put them on a caramello bar. That's smart. It was fine.
1: I did mushrooms for Easter once. Did you see the Easter Bunny? I think so. If by the Easter oh. Bunny you mean like images in a cloud of hookah smoke um, at this awesome hookah bar that I absolutely adore and it no longer exists. But it was like Oh I
0: miss hookah
1: bars. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That was something I loved, loved, loved to do. Do you still like it? To just smoke hookah for like fun? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely if somebody has hookah at their place I'll be like, Let's do this and I'll be like, This is a great idea But it sometimes is a lot. It is it's a lot to do for what it is. Like it's a lot on the like I lived in the sa- in the same
0: place where I was living during the mushrooms incident I was living in Astoria in like on this block that was like very like Middle Eastern and there's like a ton of hookah places on the block and like we lived above like a um, some kind of like Middle Eastern or something like bakery and it was so good everything smelled so good when you'd walk down the street because you smell like the sweet, like smoke from the hookah's and you smell like the the bakery stuff. Oh, it was so nice.
1: It is a good smell. Like hookah mm-hmm. always smells good. Yeah. I've never smelled it or even sometimes when it doesn't taste good it still smells good. Mm-hmm. I've had some grass Nasty testing ones. The bakery. Um I had like a bakery near ugh. Sorry, I went to a crazy place where I, like, got my bike back from somebody who stole it from my car. <gasps> uh, and it was near a bakery in this place that I used to live on Lorimer. That you could always uh-huh. smell, like, the bread baking.
0: I think I know. I Was it near Lorimer and what? Because I think I might know
1: which one. Um, it's Maine. It's not like, oh, man, I know you could take, like, Union there. Oh, God, what is it, like, Grand or Graham?
0: I think I know what what place you're
1: talking about. Whatever the road is, it takes you to the bridge, the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah. And, like, I watched a guy um, watch me get my bike back. And he was, like, so devastated as though he was being robbed of his possession, even though he broke into my car to get it.
0: How did this work? So you saw someone steal your bike, and then you were able to get it back?
1: No. Um, I had a car that was broken into and the things inside of it were taken. And then I learned you don't keep your possessions in the glass safe. Got it. Lesson learned. Uh, And then I obsessively looked at every single bike because I knew I was going to get it back.
0: Which is Mm -hmm. insane.
1: This is New York. That doesn't happen. Was your bike very distinctive looking? It was a Schwinn with like, I had put baskets. (laughs) (laughs) Schwinn. And I'd, like, put specific amounts of baskets in the back that were collapsible. How many baskets? Two baskets! And-, and then, like, a back rail. So, you know, I could c- c- carry some shit. It was a really good bike. It was, like, great for going long. It was a hybrid. Perfect for the city. Long distance. It was great for cruising. Um, yeah. And, uh, and the distinctive thing was actually something that I had done uh, over the... When I found it, I was like, this is my bike. And the cops were like, prove it. And I was like, well, look over here. This is where I, like, wore uh, metal on metal into the thing going over the Williamsburg Bridge. Uh-huh. And they're like, the hot cop was like, I believe you. And then the other cop was like, bah, I need proof. And I'm like, I just fucking told you. This is my bike. And then So went, you
0: saw the bike. Some This bike got stolen. then you saw a distinctive bike just out in the world.
1: Yeah. Where? It was blocks from my apartment on a corner oh my God. parked outside of a piece of place with chains. They had chained it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. There may have even been um, my bag in the front like I may have had like they may have just left everything. I can't remember. I know that I had a bag like a cargo bag and then like a speedometer. I had like fucking everything. It was ridiculous. I'm sure there was a bell. I can't remember what kind. The kind that goes ding ding. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> It had everything. It was obscene. It may have even had rear view mirrors. I don't think so, though. I think that's too much. I know that I have them, but I don't think they were on that bike. But yeah, it definitely had like full-blown cargo. And uh, I had to go home, get my planner that had my serial number in it, and then come back. And then Stupid Cop was like, I don't see the number. And then Hot Cop was like, I see it. It's there. And like to this day, I don't know if Hot Cop actually saw it or if Hot Cop just believed me.
0: Oh, well, you got your bike back. Yeah. So you got to just take it?
1: No, they like they um, uh, used a tool to break the chain.
0: Right, and then you just got to take it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure I filled out paper. I don't remember. I know they had all my information, and like they probably did cop stuff with paper that I don't remember. And then they gave me something that said, like, here, register your bike with the precinct so that if it's lost again... You don't have to go through this. It's like, we know it's Did it it's get lost bike.
0: again? It did. Did you go to the, to the cops again?
1: Uh, I'm sure I did. And that's when I was like, this whole world is a lie and cops aren't helpful. Like, I didn't touch the car. And I was like, you're going to dust it for prints, right? And they're like, no, this is, <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, my God, everything I've ever seen on TV has been a lie. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, and then I was, like, devastated. That was, like, the beginning of, of what started to break me, <laughs> actually. Oh, no. That's, like, the the erosion that wore away at me. Uh, that's the beginning of it. Just realizing that cops are not really going to do anything
0: ever. Oh, yeah, that happened to me when I almost got mugged outside of my building, like, right by my basement stairs as I was going home. What? And then I was, like, screaming, and then the person ran away, thankfully. And my roommates, I was like, guys, didn't you hear me screaming? And they said, we thought you were fighting with someone on the phone. Oh, no. And then they were, like, call the cops. And I was like, no, 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 no. And they're like, just do it. It's, like, fine. If this, you know, just to, I guess, give an alert that, like, this happened in case some, the same person tries to do it to somebody else or something. And so I called, and they were like, uh... You live in Bed-Stuy? Yeah, well, welcome to New York City, this just happens. And I was like, okay.
1: They said that to you?
0: Yeah, like they were like, did you just move here? And I was like, no, I've been living here for like 10 years. And they were like,
1: well, you should know better god i hate that i hate that you should know better cops yeah the like, worst uh, if, if you're a you should know better cop go fuck yourself everybody else thank you for listening scooter thank yeah. you so much for doing this oh my god i just nearly forgot that we were even recording a podcast yeah. oh no it's just like we've been gabbing yeah thanks it, for having me on no thank you so exciting and uh check out what is your show Oh, Good Night with Scooter Pie. Eventually
0: it'll be, I guess on YouTube, but I have been putting off editing it and stuff. So it'll be like another week or so. But yeah, look for it. Look for me on Instagram at Scooter K Pie.